0: Maria, introduce yourself, please. Where are you zooming in from?
1: Hello, I'm Maria Corvera Vargas, and I'm zooming from Berlin. And I did the character design uh, for Prison X, and also a lot of creative uh, artwork.
0: Awesome. And Raleigh, if you could uh, introduce yourself and what you did with the project Prison X. Hi, uh,
2: I'm Raleigh Elias. Uh, I'm Bolivian as well, Ketcha. I'm. Zooming in from Sydney, Australia. Nice. And I did uh, some of the illustration uh, and all the sound design, anything to do with sound. And I voiced a couple of characters, uh, Prisnex.
0: Very cool. And we also have Rilda, if you could introduce yourself. Let us know how you got involved with this project and what you did with the project.
3: Hola, mi nombre es Rilda Paco Alvarados. Estoy en Bolivia. My participation in Prison X was el de, el de hacer illustrations in en 3D in en the el, en el de Team Brush. Awesome. Hi, my name is Riel De Paco. I am in La Paz. I am in Bolivia, in El Alto, and my role in Prison X is to create the illustrations in 3D in a program called uh, TilBrush. Brush. I'm an artist. Very nice.
0: Violeta, let's talk about, I guess, first, how do you assembled your team? (laughs) Because it seems like it's different parts of the country. Uh, Was there any challenges with uh, assembling the team from different parts of the world?
3: Yep. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, um, for me, it was key and central to this project to assemble a team that was indigenous. And I'm talking indigenous from Bolivia that it represents us, that we were not, again, the colonizers won't come and tell us our stories again and again and again. So for me, that was key since the beginning. Um, I read about Rilda in a magazine. She's um, a very controversial artist in Bolivia who challenges the church. And I, wow. I I saw her story in a Vice magazine and I think in the news when I was in Barcelona and I saw like that the church went was making a massive protest against a drawing that she made about a virgin in underwear. And it was all over the world, her story. So for me, uh, as soon as I see that, I say, I have to have really on my team. And then I about Maria, I was in Berlin. I was um, a guest speaker at the effects. In 2019 and i was in an airbnb and in a magazine i read about maria and about that she was a pioneer on ethical clothing that she was making clothes from things from fabric that everybody throws away and so i went to her shop in Newcon, and i started stalking her and <laughs> Rolly, love it and and i wrote that she will be the character designer before she even knew and roly is my brother um we have the same mom and Rolly is a is an audio engineer the life audio engineer that was traveling all over the world with Australian bands and American bands and UK bands and then COVID hit and then he had no choice but join his sister you know we both were in Sydney and you know he never wanted to work with me before or maybe things didn't work out that we both were interested, but finally it was something that we both were very interested in. And it was like this project of virtual reality. And it was like, Rolly's 10 years younger than me. So it's like, it, it was. And then uh, we have Sunny Wolf that is not here, um, but he is a DJ from Sydney. He's He His mom is from the same town as us. And we met him in a party and we nice. just said jump in. And <laughs> then Ala Parik, that I found him, um, in Copenhagen. He was, um, uh, Alaf was um, like uh, introduced to me as a technologist and technical director that was able to think outside the box. And, um, and Kojo, Kojo is working on my other film. Uh, he is, um, Afri- is African Australian. And I just heard Kojo on the radio and I just contacted him. Uh, through Rolly, I think, but anyway, so everybody was like, and everybody was really happy and willing. And maybe Rilda, not so much in the beginning because she didn't really even know what was all about it. And I said, Rilda, come and you have to draw. And she didn't know that she had to draw and sculpt in virtual reality. But I think that, yeah. Well, there is, will, there is always a way and my will and my decision was to make Turismo Next with a BIPOC team entirely.
0: Well, I love what I saw and congratulations on being a part of Sundance. That must be a huge, huge, that's a huge accomplishment. Number one, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I got a the chance to check out the walkthrough and uh, I was really impressed. Very impressed. It made me actually want to go to prison. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a prison. I wouldn't mind being a part of
4: basically <laughs> <after>
0: <laughs> <watching>. <laughs> based on all the colorful characters that you had. And, uh, I think it's uh, really cool. Really quickly, I was reading that this was kind of loosely based on a documentary that you worked on called Cocaine Prison. So you took elements of the documentary and then made it a virtual reality. Um,
3: yeah, but it's not, it's nothing, yeah, but it's not the documentaries what the camera couldn't capture. And I went wild with my imagination. And everybody yeah. in the room went wild with their imaginations. like. We love so much creating the characters like Maria when like, while well, we created even the colonizer who goes to the camera and thinks that he's saving the world by telling us our own story. And that's Dan McPie mm-hmm. and has these really cool Australian boots and like a poncho that says better than yours that he bought it in, in LA.
0: <laughs> and
3: a, a chuspa that like, so it's very interesting. We play a lot with the characters and the grandmother who is like a gossiper and it's it's there. The characters are quite fun, and we play a lot of, with mythology and imagination, and we use um, jaguars and we use animals and we play with carnivales, with big and small. We just we just went wild.
0: I saw that, and you actually voiced one of your characters, the jaguars, and you're you're the first character that the the viewer sees, right? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of started it all, yeah.
3: Well, it, it it is, in a sense, I'm telling you the story, and in a sense, like, it is a little bit based on me, but it's also based on a mythological, mythological idea of, of of a woman that is a, also a jaguar, and also, like, based a little bit on my grandmother and a lot of Bolivian women who are very strong, a lot of Quechua women who are very strong, and Aymara women and Andean women. So it's just, we we create them all together, right, Maria?
1: Yes, definitely, and it was such a fun way of to create uh, everything, you know, to to imagine how will they be, and uh, well, with uh, of course with uh, with all the time thinking we are in Bolivia and how we see this person, how could be this person, and how could be this boy that is uh, coming to jail, and like the jaguars, and also like the woman that is uh, the, um, the like the um, <laughs> sorry now it's like my mind I'm getting nervous. <laughs> But yeah, everybody has such a such a special things on them. I don't know, if like uh, if you when you see them, you, you have you see so many elements on them, and uh, it's a super. Is such a mean person? You can see the meanness on her, and a little bit uh you know, like uh, honestly, religion signs and the and the condo in the back and the mean eyes. And it was super fun to create all of them, while knowing you know, like. History of Bolivia and uh, where we want to go as a as a, as a future um, society. It was super. It was super fun creating them, imagining how can it be, and <laughs> taking a parts of what it is.
3: So Rolly created the theater and the Jaguars. Nice. And that's what I said. We we went wild and we multitask and we did a lot of things. A lot of creative coding. Also the Jaguars have artificial intelligence. So that's why we couldn't make them the sound because they're move. they learning how to move and they learn to interact. So it was harder to put sound into something that you don't know how it's gonna move. But Rolly have done so much in in all parts of the process and creating like 3D sound. We even went to the opera house to record, uh, to re-record the voices that we recorded. So so it sounded bigger like- Oh,
0: the actual Sydney
3: opera house?
2: Yeah, we did. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I had a I had a concert there, and I managed to get in there. And we just took a speaker and re- and and I manipulated the speaker to sound like the voice of a character. So we just re-record the voice of a character using that speaker and that space and that microphone that I use. at full capsules is an ambisonic mic, so you can feel the space. Around you and it's not, wow. cool. not sympathy. Can I
4: jump in? Can I jump in and just ask a quick question now? Of course. That's why you're house. here. But yeah, I mean I'm Australian, so like let's talk about the opera house. It's 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 amazing. It's like incredible. Um I've done a walkthrough of of, of the opera house. Which room were you recording in?
2: The secret. Nah. No. We just oh, we, we recorded it. out. <laughs> we can't tell because it's not (laughs) (laughs) now we just recorded we recorded outside um outside underneath that little bridge just in front of um what's this in front of uh stage door because it's super reverberant and we had to stay there till like i think it was like 2 a.m or something so everything was quiet
4: right was it out was it so it was outdoors
2: Yeah, yeah, but it was kind of under a little bridge, so it was very reverberant.
4: That's really cool. So modern. What a great idea. Um, Really quickly, I just have another question. When, um, and it might go to Violetta, um, when did you first discover virtual reality and how does VR help in, like, creating, like, creating and telling the story? Like, how do you think?
3: When I... Like I started playing with virtual reality in 2015, but it wasn't until um, a friend showed me, I was in Toulouse and we just won with cocaine prison, the Toulouse Film Festival, and this friend works for a very long time in uh, immersive media and sound. And I was saying to him, I'm not sure if I'm going to go this way. I'm not. I'm not really convinced. I don't know if I really like it. I don't like 360 uh, video because I think it doesn't make sense to me. Why should you use this if you're going to tell the same story? If I have, if I can make a flat film, why should I go and make a non-flat film? And then he showed me, till brush. And til brush is a 3D. Um, it's a 3D tool, illustration tool to sculpt, and also to like to sculpt in VR and to draw in VR. So I think that's in the moment when I click in and I say, oh wow, I can create my entire world out of this. And then little by little, I figure out that this was the way to go. I believe that a virtual reality, it's the democratization of animation. I believe that because like, if you needed a team of like, I don't know, like a 1,000 people to create happy feet. Today you can do it with seven very talented people and the right equipment. Mm -hmm. And the right equipment is not very expensive. So then I had Screen News at Wells, who were one of the first funders that jumped on board and said to me, keep going. Mm -hmm. And after the Tribeca came on board, and then Sundance came on board, and then little by little. So I had this time, the the time during COVID, I had this time, we have like a big warehouse in Petersham and we start experimenting a lot and we start playing more and then Rilda has a, so I could work, Rilda is in Bolivia and I could work with her like simultaneously, like inside mm-hmm. this, this, this VR. So if you think about it, Coco is gonna be released in 2022 in VR and the Mandalorian is using sets. We are actually even we're going a bit further in that experimentation. So very soon I could, I, could actually create an actor, put it inside in the motion capture suit, and then film it. And it's not just a walkthrough, but it's actually a flat film. Now when you're why why is VR? I think that VR has to make sense for the story that you're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Same as XR. They need to they need to give you something else. In, in in this case, you use a mask, you have haptics, you have, you become a puppet, um, you walk So a lot of the things are determined by your own behavior and how you behave. And it's like an open world to a point because we keep developing, it's a beta testing at the moment. But like, so you feel fire, you can take a shower, you can Mm -hmm. go to the toilet. So you have a lot of opportunities and make sense, but Mm -hmm. you also can use VR as a tool for the democratization of animation. And that's what it excites me. And that's why I think that there is so much opportunity to forget about these usual um, Disney movies and to just really go further into using all of this technology into telling our own stories.
0: Wow, I love it. And it's very interactive. I I love some of the aspects, including the rolling the dice challenge, uh, using the chalk, uh, and it had, you know, some some, uh, problem solving aspects to it too, you know, uh, which reminded me of an escape room of sorts in the virtual world. So I love love that aspect. And uh, again, the characters are so colorful and so cool looking. And uh, again, this is a prison that I would love to visit. (laughs) Most people want to get away from the prison. This is a prison I want to visit. (laughs) So I thought the aspect was really cool.
3: Funny because it does not exist except in our own imagination. And the critic Mm -hmm. has been amazing. Like I wasn't expecting. We were so afraid because we don't know what um, what, how will be received. And it's been amazing, like four of us said, like finally somebody achieved immersion, interactivity and this dream quality, like stories that really work. So I am, I'm stuck by the, like we come in first from every critic, like, and that's quite Mm. of a big achievement because our budget, although it's still really small like it's 38 minutes you're inside. 38 minutes of an animation of a created world entirely and our budget is less than oh, around 400,000 Australian dollars. That's very little mm-hmm. considering everything that we made. And, and so in a sense, that's why it's very hard um, until you see it to understand what I mean when I say is the democratization yeah. of the nation. But I think that... Once you go into Tillbrush or, or Quill and you start playing yourself, and then you, you understand that you can actually even rig and skin and animate these characters inside VR. And the fact that we can create, I think one of the things of Australia is that this is a multicultural nation. That is mult that is multilingual, but that's not explored, and it should be celebrated rather than hiding. We yes. have a lot of languages, a lot of cultures. Thirty percent of us are non non Anglo-Saxon backgrounds, and we this is this is what we can do. And these collaborations between Australians and our way back home, and and that should be fostered because there is a lot of things that in in this fight. Uh, against a techno-authoritarian future that try to standardize us all, we have so much to give and we have so much to do. And I think that this is so important to understand for, for, for like all the, I don't even like to call us minority groups because I think that when they call the usual story, what is the usual story? What is the usual story for you? It's not the usual story for me. You right. understand What is your truth is not my truth like we have different truth, and this multiplicity of images and stories is what is going to set the Australian film industry apart because if not Australia has wants to compete with Hollywood and you know let me tell you a bad news you always lose because you <laughs> only have 28 million people and you and if you want to standardize them all and compete with Hollywood you lost and if you're trying to wow. just follow that ideas it's over for you guys. So I think in Australia we're starting to explore. We're starting to explore these collaborations of this multicultural nation that has that has roots all over the world, and that and that we come with those those stories. That these collaborations. That what is Australia? Australia is it only has been created like two hundred years ago? It's very short in time, and it's so much that we can do in this sense. So. I think that this collaboration is also for us, for real that is in Bolivia and Maria that is in Berlin and has the same of feelings. What is like, we live in a globalized world that tried to standardize us. So what we have to do, we have to unite, join forces and create together.
0: I love it, I love it. Well, how, how exciting was it when you, you got informed that you got accepted in the Sundance? I mean, that, that's like the pinnacle of film festivals, the Sundance Film Festival
1: yeah that was that was quite exciting because uh violetta told us uh to begin with like uh, we, we're gonna make it we're gonna do this and uh, mm-hmm. we just uh like we, she believed like it was she was so 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 believing that we will make it and you know of course for us it was such such a such a um, wild uh, way to, like, wild imagination to be a uh, part of Sundance. So when, when it happened, um, we believed in it, but, you know, it was like, it's like these surreal dreams that you have, that you think like, yeah, don't dream too much. <laughs> like, because we come also, all of us come from different fields. So it was uh, quite uh, uh, like a total dream. And also, of course, it was you know we could have been dancing with everybody instead we were sitting in the couch yeah
0: that's my favorite part of sundance <laughs> is the parties it's,
1: uh, <laughs> really like it really uh like sad but also was quite exciting you know to see everybody uh, like everybody that was there and then we entered this uh also this yeah it was it was super exciting i don't know it was beyond what uh the, what i will have uh Imagine or like you know dare to imagine. Sometimes you don't want to get it. Okay, we're gonna do the best we can, and then we will see. Let's take it easy, and then we'll see. yeah, <laughs> we're fucking uh, sorry. We made oh, it. I love it. I hate uh, you you all the time. <laughs>
0: throw all the f bombs you want. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: have, I have a question for you, Maria. What did you find um, to be the most challenging part of doing this project?
1: Um. Uh, well, the, part, the uh, there were many like um, child. Like I, my my role was also like very strong in the in the beginning of the project. So um, it was quite playful, I have to say. It was uh, like from, from to start with, it was quite quite playful, and super fun to do it. Uh, also because it was like, okay, I'm going to just give the best I can and we don't know where we're going to head with this. I think the hard part came when we arrived, like after the characters were all, you know, like finished and, and drawn in the, how they should be, we arrived to Bolivia and that was uh, that was quite uh, tough uh, to because there was like a situation there, like a difficult political situation, we're creating there with Violeta and with Rilda. And um, then we have, like, you know, you can enter the world, and you will in the bus, and it's like, wow, this is beautiful. And then you're walking through a museum because nothing moves. <laughs> and this was, uh, I think, this was the path. <laughs> okay, how exactly is this gonna <laughs> go? Like, how are you gonna move? And this was, uh, I think, this was the biggest uh, challenge to see. Okay, how how can we make it move? And of course, it was. Uh, this was before they like Violetta and the team in Australia found a way to move, so this was like okay where, where are we heading? Is this just uh, are just people gonna walk through a museum and uh, and then see all the characters and also one part that was quite tough personally for me is that I also have like a full time job besides uh, besides the project and i when Violetta went to australia um I would love, you know, I would love to 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 go and do all this the the the, the final things. It is uh it's a bit uh, like you know COVID, but also like yeah, um when when I wake up, she's going to bed, and when she goes, you know, it's like and if ah, I had to the do time something time differences,
0: yes, yes,
1: and if I had to do something and I miss the slot to ask her, then I'm the whole day is over because I can't do anything. Like I, I'm not sure. Like you know, I can guess I can do something, and maybe it's completely wrong, and then I. Have a whole yeah. This was a bit uh, the time difference. The time hours was uh, quite tough for me. But like yes. I think they have like quite like huge difficulties with <laughs> with the process. Yeah, I don't think that people actually like, understand that. Yeah, like when you
4: when we're in, I mean, when I'm in America, like it's you know we're here. It's nighttime here now. It's like morning yeah. for you guys. Yes, you know the time zone is huge. Like it's totally different. Yes.
0: Very. Yeah
3: in india and we're working in berlin and we're working in sydney and we were working at some time in cairns had a member in cairns and a member in Canberra at the same time and then real in bolivia so you imagine the challenge that that was for us it was it was crazy. yeah
4: scheduling would have been really upside down that would have been really crazy that would have yeah um, they gave us they
2: gave to- us one hour a day of everyone's synced in ready to go <laughs> no kidding <laughs> It was a little bit more than that, but it was really hard because when someone's going to sleep, someone's really, really tired.
0: Yeah. Like
2: ready with a coffee in their hand, ready to start.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So So, um, so Raleigh, um, I have a question for you. So same question for you. Like what did you find the most challenging part of this project? I'm sure there was like different things that you had to deal with. Like one of the things you said was, you know having to be outside in this location waiting for everything to be silent for you to continue with this with the sound so was there anything else in during the making that you found uh, to be a little bit challenging
2: well that was it i think that was one the easy bit staying up to like, like outside <laughs> i think the hardest the hardest thing was trying to put to, to marriage what i did because i did do a bit of recording for bands and mixing but, in terms of putting that into the into unity, which is the the gaming like software engine, and you can use it to make apps, you can use it for whatever you want, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be one more of like a lot of people that do design on these, they just give it to the programmers and say, "You go for it, this is what I want, I want it here, I want it there, but because I have such a specific thing in my head that I wanted to achieve in terms of sound mm-hmm. i could like, i didn't, i didn't even know know like how I was going to get there so I had to do a lot of experimenting putting these sounds and learning that uh, that software to to be able to use it and I was using it myself
0: <laughs> like recording your son <laughs> right yeah now. yeah just now <laughs>
2: I just had to meet it quickly <laughs> but yeah oh, I have... just, there was a lot there's a lot of like little things that I had to put together and try out and I would spend hours and then just go oh, okay that didn't really work i'm gonna to try to do something else and it takes time uh and a lab has to a lab a programmer he has to also do the programming for everything else so i kind of just wasting his time especially for if what i want is super specific uh so that was that was a little bit hard to learn to use a program and once you once i learned it i'm still learning it but like there's so many things that you can do really really cool things that there's, it's very layered, So if you like you're probably gonna get a different like you probably have to watch it three or four times to, to get it. We have good, an Australian saying a
4: little bit like touch and go then, wasn't
2: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, touch it was and a go. bit it
4: was like, Oh, we could do this, try this and then oh, maybe try that instead or uh, yeah, so it's oh, that's great.
2: Yeah, and, and that and that also that also helped me because I had no preconception of what gaming should sound like or anything like that or any 3d vr or whatever like i would just always trust my ears and say this is not good enough this is not good enough i just have to keep like looking for something else instead of going this is what everyone does with this type of software and this is my final product this is as as good as it's gonna get so i didn't have that limitation because my limitation was doing live sound and getting live experiences and experiencing things. With my own head and my own brain, without any any type of apparatus, any type of device. So I, I guess that kind of pushed me to like go. Mm, I'm not really getting that what I want from from this, and just keep trying and keep trying. It
4: mm-hmm. takes a lot of It takes a lot <laughs> yeah. of patience, you know, to to be trying different things and saying like, yeah, okay, this is not so great. You know, and uh, doing that type of stuff, it takes a lot of patience. So mm-hmm. that's great. Awesome. It's so good to hear about everybody's different challenges with this project. Mm-hmm. Um, Violetta, letter for you, what was what was the most challenging part? <laughs>
3: everything. <laughs> you're uh, just like you're tired. Of...
4: <laughs>
0: everything.
3: <laughs> think think about it. I had to assemble assemble a team of the right people, the best people, mm-hmm. and like Rolly says, which if this, everyone is a first timer. They, like I worked before in film and documentary and I'm very successful at what I do. Very, very successful. But at the same time, it wasn't challenging anymore for me. And I said, if I'm not challenging myself, I'm becoming a robot and the last thing in the world I wanna be is a robot. So it's to to assemble this team and find the strengths. I said, one thing, don't ask an apple tree for oranges. So you need to understand the strengths ah, of- I like that person. analogy.
0: That's nice.
3: Yeah, you have to understand the strengths of every person on your team. And it was very hard for me sometimes to say, no, I'm sorry, but you have to leave our team because it's like you're not giving us enough. And in Australia, it was very challenging because people think A to B to C to D, the educational system is very restricted. I seen it with my own daughter. She goes here to the French school, like the lycée france because that restriction it, it, it applies to every single thing that they do. And when I say to them, just shake it out, just leave it. I don't care what you did, like try to do it differently. It was very difficult. And also this idea that it's good enough. In Australia, we have a saying, ah, it's good enough. It's already good enough. And I don't like good enough. I like good, not enough.
1: Nice. I will go for the
3: best. So for me, it was very challenging. To move the characters to achieve the rigging the animation to make sure is not a mimicry to make sure that that we can cover every single mistake like that every single limitation doesn't become a mistake that we play with the limitations to become a strength um that was very difficult to understand that this is not just uh this is about philosophy. This is a way of thinking. We're actually writing history. We're actually writing the language of virtual reality and animation to be different from the Disney side. So I know, and so much I already got of people to say, Will, I will dare to tell my stories. And a lot of people will take this as the beginning of what can be possible. Like before, I remember someone in Google, in a panel said to me, you can achieve immersion and interaction at the same time. Well, I proved them wrong. I can. There you go. Like, (laughs) what is possible? So Maria also works with an Australian in Berlin, like, like, and it was that she was telling me tricks about pushing the Australians. (laughs) She's like, you have to just Shake them out. Like take out the stick that they have inside and let them because <laughs> having have a stick inside doesn't mm-hmm. let them fly. And I love it. and she was giving me all of these these things about how you're gonna push different people who think differently, who feel different, and the different sensibilities of saying, Okay, you just need to you just need to fly, you just need to let it go. You don't have Australians to Australia's a very I will
4: say this because I am an Aussie. Um Australia is a very safe. You know play it safe you know and I understand exactly what you're saying as far as you know near enough's good enough but it's not it's not why not push the limit why not exceed you know you could do a good job or you could do a great job and like I actually want you to do a great job not just a good job not just enough you know and I feel yeah that's that's pretty you're pretty spot on with with what you're saying about the industry in Australia I I completely understand
0: I love it.
3: It's not also that. It's also the institutions that are not allowing us to experiment because you need to fail. Because to succeed, you have to fail. One of the keys of success is failure. And what is success for you is not success for me. But you need to experiment. And this is a country with so many ideas and so much potential that it's not allowing the young people, the creators, to experiment. Like It doesn't allow them to experiment like... to to use everything that you have. And like when the Sydney Morning Herald came to visit us, they were expecting to come to Silicon Valley. And when they're like, that's all what you have, I'm like, yes, I need the space and I need each person needs its computer and its headset. And that's all what we need. And this is what for me to show that that the essence is more important than the form, that the essence and the skeleton and, and the philosophy and the art And the challenging is more important than the form that where you create in this. So I think that it was very, it's very difficult. Like for me, it was a trick to work with Rilda and Maria and we fought a lot because we, we, and really we fight a lot in our (laughs) culture. We don't take it personally. Well, here in Australia, Dan, that is also the producer, he had to deal with the Australian team because I will, I will get upset and say things, you know what I mean? And they will get really scared. And it's like, I'm not, it's not personal. I, I'm not holding anything, I love you. I want you to succeed here. But but in a sense, we, we challenge each other a lot. We question like real life, I fall like demons and Maria and I, like, we fight so much, right, Maria?
4: I think that that's what makes creative, uh, I, I think that mm-hmm. that's just what makes a project so much more passionate you know what I mean everybody has to care about it that much to you know to to want to mm-hmm. have these conversations and want to have you know of course when you're working through projects and you're everybody's got a different role that they're playing of course there's going to be times when you're having you know arguments or issues or fights because everybody cares about it so much and I think that that that's really what makes a project mm-hmm. you know rise above just Regular, you know, to being something
1: exceedingly great. Yeah. What what, what I found, Go ahead, Maria. Yeah. So what I found from this project also quite uh, special is that uh, we are, we are all like everybody that is working in the or almost everybody besides of the programmers, <laughs> everybody that is working here is like artists in a completely different field. So as you know, this comes with a type of ego that we all have because otherwise, how can you do art or like or like design if you don't like believe in what you do in your own way? Exactly. So, I think for all of us, uh, like, we, we did fight, but not as much as we, as theoretically could fight, but but because we all believed in the vision that Violetta had, and we all, like, supported her, and, of course, like, I ask her sometimes, okay, Violetta, um, is this what you want, or, like, tell me, it's, sorry, tell me it's not good, <laughs> sorry, I'm just... Bit uh, with my words a bit strong, so I told her like, tell me it's not good. Like I'm not gonna be offended. I don't mind. Just tell me it's not good, and it's fine, and I'm gonna redo it. But you need you need to tell me now, like um, like open and op- uh, like now. And it was uh, really interesting that for a team that is basically made by only like different type of artists, uh, we didn't have so much problems. Like we really believed mm-hmm. in what she's doing, and then you can I think you can see it in the in the in the film as well. That it's for me like to work with artists sometimes it is hard because. Everybody has a different opinion and everything, so this was uh, quite nice that we all knew. Okay, this is we're gonna go this way. Of course, we have our opinions our things, but we will give give all our best, like our best, and do our world, our art and what we do, either it's the sound or it's uh, real. Though it's the costumes and the characters, like everybody did, like the best of whether they can, just to go in one direction, not to go like, okay, I'm gonna be the star here, and everybody. You know, <laughs> I found it quite um, special that uh, this work with. Of course, you said we'd fight, but uh, also a little bit exaggerating. We didn't fight so much, like um, maybe she fight without telling
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> do, do little- yeah, Violeta, what
2: Violeta would say to me, the sound is a disaster. <laughs> and you know what? I would agree. But I know, like I would say, yeah, I know. And I know what needs to change. And I know what's actually changed by All accident. Because right. a lot with programming, it's a lot of one step forward, three steps back. And then right. you change one thing, and everything. If this doesn't happen, nothing else would happen. So one little pro, one little problem.
0: Oh, <laughs> Raleigh's uh, authentic good. Yes. Yeah,
2: so you, yeah. So it's um. Yeah. Sorry, I have to.
0: <laughs> That's all right. I, I did want to ask Violetta about um the fact that you're a member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. You joined in 2020. I think that's an amazing accomplishment. So you'll be uh, voting for the upcoming Oscars. Yes? Yep. <laughs> can you talk about who, if you've seen um,
3: it,
0: you t- talk about what, obviously the Oscar nominations have not been announced, but Golden Globe, SAG Awards have been. Are there any favorite um, films that you've seen recently do you think that should get acknowledged in the upcoming Oscars?
3: um there is a documentary called through the night that okay. is really loved by my daughter and myself um it's by laurel by by limbo that i love i think that there nice. is Bunda by victor Kozakowski, and um i haven't watched as many films as i should and today is the last day so i'll watch lots of films today is the there last day i can vote um like I have too many films to watch and I had very little time because I was working day and night. It was a very challenging process. Like we, we, I mean it, we made an animation in VR that we created a whole world and this is just the beginning. So it was very challenging and I didn't have time to, to do much. I, I, I've been really working hard and not sleeping and not, um, not exercising and not looking after myself as much as I should mm-hmm. because of this this work has taken my life um, and I'm very proud I'm making uh, we make the series and I'm making um, another film too so it's it's Great. a bit of a workaholic in a sense and that's another thing I have like I really work hard and as Rolly says I said I never nothing for me is normal or I love it, or I hate it, or it's a disaster, or it's working. So when I tell people, this is shit, and everybody's like, oh <laughs> like I think, I'm very strong with my yeah. opinion, as I am strong with my feelings. And and I have dyspraxia, that, that that's things that I cannot see the middle thing. And I think as an artist, I challenge myself as much as I challenge everybody on a team. And I believe in you more than I believe in myself because that's why we're working together. So in a sense, wherever I push you the hardest is because I know you can do it or I have this feeling that you can do it. Um, if not, we wouldn't be working together. So for me, pushing people um, to give us... And Maria says, Orilda says, I don't just push them. I say, you have to do it. So I don't know how, but you just do it. So I think that this is very important. You know what I mean? I think that there is a time where like where artists who stop challenging challenging us. And like, for me, art, for the sake of art, I don't want to make it. That's not art, that, that's- That's I, why I
4: asked the sure. question, because I feel like it's so important to talk about, you know, these things, the challenges that you face during these projects, because it's so easy just to watch it and be like, wow, ah, oh, it's so great, but it's like, but how did you get there? What was the process, you know? and. Being challenged is just like so important, I think, within our industry to challenge yourself, keep challenging yourself with the projects that you take on. And and uh, that way you could be a lot more proud of your accomplishments as well.
0: Awesome. Well, Violetta and team, we really thank you so much for being a part of Click on this uh, this Zoom interview Uh, for Prison X. Of course, the official website is prisonx.red. PrisonX.red. Awesome, and um, we look forward to Prison X (laughs) two. If you're going to be working on that, we want a sequel. (laughs)
4: Yes, and I want to see five episodes. It's five episodes already.
0: So it's five episodes. What we saw was episode one, right? Yeah, Yeah, the
3: devil
2: and the sun.
0: Devil and the the sun.
3: Got it. We have the magpie, like like, and the magpie will arrive by plane and like with his camera and then we'll have that
0: was a cool character that magpie <laughs> he was cool was
1: super fun to make
0: <laughs> yeah very cool looking character that i can see action is, figures you know <laughs> his,
3: toys his voice, <laughs> his voice is uh genesis Ousu, that is an nice. australian artist uh, singer you know upcoming singer and he's black he's from canberra and he's fantastic. And also Prison X, it's, it's funny, somebody, one of the critics mentioned it's in Quechua and Spanish. And I'm like, no, it's in English. But the music that Sunny Wolf put together with Calamarca in Bolivia, this band, it really transports you. And you think that you're like, and also it's a celebration with accents. I love my accent and I love the accents of everybody. So I made sure that everybody who was playing a character had to be a person with an accent to celebrate these these differences we celebrate the difference right we should always celebrate absolutely everything that is against this standardization because it is sad in australia in australia the children are speaking english with an american accent after watching so much television because we don't have enough with our accent so it's all of these kids who speak with American accents. Can you imagine once we lose all our accents, how boring we will become? How boring, <laughs> boring, boring. Like, I I don't wanna ever be bored. And yes. I, I, I wish all artists would realize that we just need to challenge ourselves. And and like, you know, they're trying to make a rob. They want us to be robots. And we just have to fight against this idea. If you wanna cry, cry. If you wanna laugh, laugh. If you wanna shout, shout. If you wanna run, run just don't don't become a robot because this is the next fight of our lives is fighting against this standardization and i'm not in hollywood not because hollywood doesn't want me they adore me (laughs) they love me they want me there tomorrow they want you i i'm here and i'm in bolivia and i'm where i am because i want to be i love new york i'm without a doubt that i'll be going there but like of course i really will always be an independent artist. And this is it. what for me is important. So awesome. thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Violeta, Maria, Rilda, Rolly, Felicidades. Uh, congratulations on, uh, on uh, presenting. Gracias.
3: Gracias.